Happy Monday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Rocketeer Minute where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over one minute of the greatest adventure movie Walt Disney's ever made, the 1991 Joe Johnston-directed feature, The Rocketeer. I'm one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm Hal Bryan, an airplane nerd from the Experimental Aircraft Association here in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. And Jim, we've got another great guest with us today, uh, somebody else from the Movies by Minute community. And I hope he doesn't hate me for this, but I want to say that uh, his show has the second best theme in all of uh, all of the movie by minute podcasts so uh okay he's laughing there we're okay then you. maybe oh, all right then we're off to a great start so with that start please with give hate. a bitter and angry welcome to tom taylor of the indiana jones minute hello i, I seriously love your guys's theme but i just adore ours so it so is much. great don't but no we, yours is amazing you don't have to choose you it's, can just embrace uh, them all. There yeah, you go. That's fair enough. It's a cornucopia enough. of great themes. Yours could even be tied for first place in my uh, in There my we go. Mind, if that's okay. Sure. Wow. Well, Tom, thanks, <laughs> thanks so much for being on the show, and thanks for watching the movie. I know that you were- um, It took a while. You, you were an, a novice on it, or an, an uninitiated, but yeah. you, sat, you sat down with your son and uh, physically forced him to watch the movie with you. Yes. So, uh, Every new movie I show him, I have to force him to watch it. He only <laughs> wants to watch movies that he's already seen, but then somehow that list of movies grows, I think because of me, because I make him watch other movies. I learned it from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I learned Rocketeer from you, Dad. How old is your son, Tom? He's 10. He's 10? Oh, yeah. That's great. Perfectly placed for this movie. Yeah. He is, yeah. Exactly. He loved it. Uh, <laughs> and it's always so tempting to say, oh, that's such a great age. But, you know, people ask my wife, how old's your husband? Well, he's 49. Oh, what a cute age. So, <laughs> oh, they're great you know, at that age. They're cute at that age. They're still learning. Just all the toys and the... Yeah. yeah. It's just discovering podcasting. It's so yeah. sweet. It's a tender age. You say toys, and I'm looking around my home office here, and there's action figures everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Every action. direction. And a, and a big rocketeer helmet, of course. Uh, of course. So, uh, so he liked it. And did, who liked it more? Did you like it, or your son like it more? Your, was it even, or... That's a good question. He, um, wow. It's hard to say. I'll, I'll say that I liked it more only because, um, he didn't immediately want to watch it again. Like I know that he really loves something when he immediately wants to watch it again, but that doesn't mean that he didn't like it. He actually did like it. He'd already seen Captain America. So I guess that's, (laughs) that's true. Yeah. That's kind of it. Yeah. You know, I I hate to say it, but there is like an element of like, oh, the newer stuff, the whiz bang, you know, computer animated stuff zero uh zero attention span cutting and everything that really does appeal to the youngsters these days it's hard to say no to that stuff uh and this you know this was kind of disney's attempt to uh subvert your uh the the, uh, the study of, of yours of the indiana jones uh folks this, mm-hmm. this seemed to be set in the 30s action adventure uh lovable uh lunkhead that's you know the star of the show and, yeah and uh, and a brunette see so, uh, it all it all happens and right? Nazis and Nazis. Yeah, everywhere. let's not forget the Nazis. Never and James forget Bond. The Nazis, Jim. Yeah, and James Bond. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Roger Moore just missed the, missed the boat on, oh. on this whole thing in the early nineties. Uh, so generally, you you liked it. Did it? Uh, oh yeah. How did you miss it the first time? Any idea how? That I just... think I, I. You know, it's I. It's weird. I think I may have missed it the same way. Like America kind of missed it. Like I think I was like, "Hey, T two and whatever else was that? Was that yeah. like uh, ninety? Was it ninety yeah. ninety one? Yeah, uh, ninety one. And it yeah. was uh, it was uh, Robin Hood and then T uh, two and then City Slickers and just it was all, <laughs> it was all forgotten. And then Disney yeah. doesn't really do um, cable TV, so it didn't really show up a lot on cable unless yeah. you're watching the Disney Channel. 
But it's weird. Like when I, I was always aware of it and I was always like, oh, I really need to watch The Rocketeer. It's probably really good. It's probably right up my alley. And even to the point where they announced that uh, Joe Johnston was doing Captain America, I'm like, oh, that makes total sense. That's perfect. It's kind of like, I bet it's going to be kind of Rocketeerish. It'll have a, like Jimmy Jilliker's kind of, you know, American, you know, hope and aspirations and adventure and fun it'll have that kind of ad but i didn't even know that i don't know how i knew the rocketeer had all that like it just seemed like it from the ads and from the spirit of the osmosis, you know the imagery and everything yeah osmosis probably yeah that it, oh. it just seemed like that made total sense that uh they would have that kind of uh you know connective tissue those two kinds of uh american adventure stories were there any big surprises on your watching of this? I mean, something that you didn't expect when you were when you were watching the movie <laughs> i think the big weird henchman dude Ah, I think okay. I wasn't expecting, I was like, oh, really? That's like something I would expect to have seen like on McDonald's glasses and stuff. And like, I would have seen him all over the place. I would, I would imagine. Yeah. Like if, if you had gone, if you had gone to Pizza Hut, you would have seen him. That was about the oh, only okay. place that they had it. That's it. I didn't go to Pizza Hut. No, well. <laughs> uh, didn't have that yet. Yeah, didn't have the infiltration in Chicago, I guess. But, <laughs> I uh, guess not. Oh. Yeah. A shame. But uh, w- here we are uh, watching uh, eight, 81 minutes in. I still can't get over how far we've gone in this film. And we're watching uh, Cliffy sneak into the darkened bulldog cafe he's he's doing a pretty good job you know considering that the place is closed they sure do have an awful lot of lights on in it um, <laughs> it's uh, an awful lot of ambient light that seems to be true of uh the planet earth at night in movies yeah like, <laughs> no matter where you go there's got to be a little bit of light from somewhere and don't think about it too hard Wow, and uh, he's walking past one of my favorite props of to, to show you're in the 1930s there's a seltzer bottle just uh, sitting around ready to make a, a cherry <laughs> phosphate or something yeah. Just in case. Cherry phosphate. That's not so appealing. Anytime you can name the chemical in the brand name of the drink, mm. you know you're ahead of the game. Is that phosphate? real phosphate? Yeah, Yum. exactly. With just a hint of mercury. Mm. <laughs> ah, this will clean my clothes as well. I can get the stains right out. So, uh, but yes, uh, seltzer bottles, as far as I can tell. I, uh, I, I'm going to go all Pete Mummer here, but I just, <laughs> seltzer, bo- seltzer bottles have been around since 1790. So those are... The, the, I keep oh, wow. thinking that's a newer technology, but it's like, wow, it's hundreds of years old. Hundreds of years ago, they were making, you know, ser- seven ups and things. I guess they were yeah. maybe two ups at the time, but uh, that's. Or uh, mead up, I guess. <laughs> mead up, yes. Yeah. I like two up better, frankly. You win that one, Jim O'Kane. <laughs> they used to have seltzer bottles for the, uh, for the longest time until World War II because most of them, I, I'm, I was amazed at this, most of them came from Eastern Europe. And after during World War II, the companies that made uh, the seltzer bottles in Eastern Europe had been bombed out of existence. So oh, man. So go with uh, carbonated, you know, like the regular Coke bottles that we're familiar with. Wow. They grew in popularity while the homemade aerosol bottles kind of fell out of disfavor until uh, hipster speakeasy bars came around. So yeah. they're making a comeback. Wow. That's everything I know about seltzer bottles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait. Now we have one of those like home, not to go completely off the rails, but we have one of those, I don't there even know what it's no called. Like, yeah. <laughs> there are no rails. <laughs> Or handlebars or anything. <laughs> exactly. Going head over tea kettle. You know, you stick the bottle in, you put your whatever water in it, and it carbonates it for you. Does that is that actually yeah, that, the same that's, exact? That's that's what it's doing. Yes, oh, right. wow, okay. It's a reinvention. Yeah, like a, a, a reimagining. Stream or, yeah. Yeah, soda stream. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. That's well, look at me. The company the American company that used to make it was uh, Sparklets, which you know, you still see the bottles nowadays, only they're just regular old regular old seltzer bottles in uh, yeah. in your local Whole Foods or whatever. Right. It looks so nice and dangerous. It looks basically like a fire <laughs> extinguisher just yeah, ready to... Right. You can see shrapnel going all over the place if you drop it. a trigger it and, on it. Yeah. It's an apparatus. You know, I want to put a sign on it that says, caution, phosphate. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Handle with care. Handle like eggs. <laughs> Beware of refreshment. So uh, yes. we fall. Uh, refreshment. We, so we go from the danger-filled uh, uh, seltzer bottle enclosed uh, uh, diner, and uh, Cliff makes his way in two leaps up that ladder into the attic where we see the uh, asbestos-lined uh, interior of the bulldog's head. <laughs> That is asbestos, isn't it? Yeah, it's. I'm sure it's very fireproof and. <laughs> sure. It's a. Uh, yeah, I mean, and asbestos was nothing back then. We just. Yeah. Uh, I know it's. Uh, a lot of things were nothing back then. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it'll keep you safe. Don't worry. But, uh, yeah. It's just interesting that it's like kind of poured over all that chicken wire, which. Uh, yeah. I guess is the easiest way to hold it all together. So. Sure. Yeah. And you know, Jim, speaking of chicken, ah. uh, so how's that for a segue? There wow. we go. At, oh, second to 28 or so, as the, the attic door sort of falls down, a basket falls falls down on the door, and then a box uh, that's branded Herb Ox falls uh-huh. down. And I, oh, Herb Ox, yes. So and when I first saw it, I'd never come across this before. I thought, is that some kind of laundry detergent? But no, oh. it's a... Uh, it's a Hormel product, and it's a it's a chicken bouillon broth. Yes. Oh, I, wow. Used for bu- broth and seasoning. And it's still around today, and the logo is almost exactly the same. You can still buy it. It certainly is. It was one of my grandmother's favorite potions for getting me from being unsick. Uh, oh, she would, nice. Yeah, boiling hot water, and her, uh, her, her box was, I mean, I know it says herb, but she used to pronounce it herb. Have some herb box on there. <laughs> Her box of chicken bouillon cubes. They also made a beef bouillon cubes, which was dreadful, but uh, yeah, very effective. I, I don't know. I, I didn't dare get sick after having some of that. <laughs> and you convinced me. I won't get sick anymore. Fine. It was uh, chicken flavored salt is pretty much what <laughs> chicken flavored salt. Mm. And of course, you look at it now, and there's you know there's there's no sugar. It's gluten free. It's nut free. Right. Yeah. You know, you know what else? It's been wholly reinvented. And I'm willing to bet that sometime uh, in about 1935, Hormel made like a warehouse full of this powder, and they're still just scooping out of that first batch. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but it is, uh, they do suggest it for a satisfying hot beverage. Wow. Can you imagine what the lunchroom was like at the Herbox facility? Yeah. What, no do, what do you want for lunch? Anything but yes. Herbox anything, again. Anything but chicken salt water, please. <laughs> and what if you could, you could put it in the seltzer bottle and have sparkling chicken <laughs> salt water? Oh, my God. I think you've discovered something. I think. I think we have. No. I, think I know what I'm trying tomorrow. I have been wanting to carbonate all sorts of things, and I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> well, there, there's there's experiment number one. We need to report back. This could you could be okay. a YouTube yes. sensation now, Tom. Okay, we'll get I'll your get address some... offline. I'll chip in for the for the herbox. <laughs> yeah, I'll get some I, I think we should, hot herbox. We can have this as the official um, uh, snack food of, of uh, the Chicago movies by minutes. Oh, there <laughs> Which, by the way, folks, if you if you haven't signed up already, get out to uh, moviesbyminutes.com/chicago. Get a ticket. You you can hear all of us. We'll all be there. Yeah, vomiting her box. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> join us. <laughs> Bring your seltzer bottle. Uh, well, well, uh, well. Poor, poor Cliff falls down a ladder and yeah. uh, and meets America Martin, uh, who is playing Patsy. And I have to say, I have reached out as many times as I possibly can, and we don't have any more scenes with uh, with Patsy. So this is what well, we do. We do see well, her the, the very, very end. Very end. So you've you still, there's still please, a tiny shred of hope. <laughs> America Martin or friends of America Martin, please, if you know this dear woman who who is so kind enough to appear in this movie, uh, is all grown up and is a world renowned artist who has oh, a, her wow. own Twitter account. Her please, own Twitter account, please, <laughs> please. and presumably her own credit cards. And yes, wow. she's yeah, it's probably a house on a mortgage or rent or whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> but she's uh, she seems to be doing very well, and I just would hope that she would look back on her childhood with fondness and want to talk about it. Yeah, and uh, there is a free USB headset in it for her if she. <laughs> Please, please come on our show and talk about your days in the Rocketeer. But that's that's the that's my final plea because we've run out of minutes for America. Wow. So, <laughs> minutes God, God so bless America. Yeah, God bless America, Martin. 
But that's not so true. <laughs> We've run out of minutes for America. And yeah. It's like, where do I go? I need to buy bonds. I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> help with this, the Jim. Yes, available in the lobby. Exactly. <laughs> oh, dear. And they're you know, that really expensive. I, I still can't believe salads were 30 cents back then. That just seems a little pricey for 1938 uh, over her sh- over America's shoulder there. She's, oh, uh, yeah. And, and what is it that's 50 cents that we can't see? I can't, was, that, uh, was that a hamburger? I, it, I know we've gone over this before. No, so I we, think I it was, some kind, of a, it was some kind of a dinner thing, like a steak or a or half a chicken. I can't. It's uh, back several dozen minutes. You know, people can yeah. look it up if they want. They go, go to the website, the, the website, rocketeerminute.com. Keep, listen to everything and report back. Yes. I can't <laughs> see it, but I want to vote uh, Salisbury steak. I that just want it to be good. Salisbury steak. That works yeah, fine for me. It should. Okay. It should. Tuna melts, maybe not. I don't. Maybe tuna melts hadn't been invented. I don't know. Wow. Cliff stands up, and we see all those. We see all those beautiful pictures that are hanging in Mike Bruno's uh, museum collection somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. so many of those have gotten a, have gotten a good home, and it's been so much fun digging into those when we can, when we get a good view. And but so many of them are just so tantalizingly just out of sight but yeah you know we found a we found a few real gems including that uh, crosby cr4 that pops up in a few pictures that yeah that one that's in your that's in your office yeah yeah not quite my office but you know a hundred yards away in the same building i see it every day of my life uh, pretty amazing see these one-of-a-kind airplanes back there cliff remembers that he's in a family show so he she scared the living <laughs> heck right. out of her. Yeah, <laughs> living heck yes this is disney you know Right. Yes. Well, then the way that he, uh, or wait, is that the next minute? I think we're going to. Yeah, okay, I'm yeah. thinking of the next minute yeah. where he uh, yells at her and apologize. Sorry, yes, can't, uh, no spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, scared the living heck out of me. That's yeah. charming. It looks like they had a complete cleanup since, uh, I guess Millie, Millie just left the seltzer bottle out. She just had one, one cherry phosphate for the road. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't clean up after. Where does Patsy sleep? I, I don't understand well, yeah, where. Who, where does she live? Who is she? Is she just. <laughs> You know, my, my, uh, my friends, well, in fact, uh, Eric Flint, uh, Jim, who was a guest of ours, uh, the uh, Army historian who came on to talk about the newsreels, in his neighborhood, there's, uh, there's a, a girl about his daughter's age who just sort of bounces from house to house and is friends with all the kids in the neighborhood. And they refer to her as the outdoor cat because she just, <laughs> she doesn't seem to, she has a home and everything. It's all fine. She's not a homeless kid, but she's just always sort of bouncing around outside. And if you're outside, she'll turn up. Yeah. So maybe that's, like that. maybe that's what America Martin is. She's just a bit of a strain. She's just, yeah, it's just, I, I, I assume that Patsy's her mom and that Malcolm is the dad they never talk about. Um, <laughs> you mean uh, Millie's her mom? Um, um, yeah, Millie, I'm sorry. Mill, yeah, yeah. Millie, Millie is her mom and, and Malcolm is like just, hmm, he was away in a war and <laughs> things happen. <laughs> things do happen. They absolutely do. Someday we, we may get beloved character actress Marco Martindale on to talk about to talk about uh, beloved character actress America Martin and, and find out what the what they thought the relationship was. <laughs> right. The beloved actress hour. That's yeah. what we call that one. And uh, they're back on the they're back on the phone. The slightly asynchronous or uh, anti-chromatic. What was it? counter? Um, what's uh, the word? I almost or, had it. And, uh, uh, anachronistic. There thank we are. you. Anachronistic. <laughs> The phone with the anachronistic uh, circuit, cylindrical lock on it. Has there been a, ca- a time traveling character named Anachronastic? Oh, I see. I see a. Uh, I see a Netflix uh, six episode miniseries right there. Okay, I love it. I'm adding it to rich. my watch list right now, just in case. <laughs> yes. There was a great, uh, great graphic novel series called Tempest Fugitive, which I thought was one of the best oh, names. Nice. Ooh. You know, it's a little play on time flies, but uh, Very cool. how clever was that? And then it wow. it was one of those that I think nobody bought it, so uh, the uh, the writer never finished it, and it just stopped. Oh, oh man! So. And I've been I've been slightly angry since the mid '80s. A late friend of mine had a story treatment called Romanticide, and I wanted to see that as a <laughs> as a po- movie poster, just like yeah, that sounds great. I don't know oh, what it's about, yeah. but I want to see it. <laughs> no kidding. 
God, sometimes all it takes is just a great title. Yeah. yeah. Rock a who? Um, yes, the rock a who. <laughs> uh. So great in this scene to, to see Eddie Valentine, you know, sort of in his element, a little yeah. bit of extortion and, and things. And just, yeah, oh, pinky ring and all. He's just, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I love when uh, Cliff answers the phone and uh, says, Peeves? You know, yeah, all you yeah, hear yeah. is, wrong. Wrong. <laughs> yes, wrong. You exactly. see, it's like not even trying to be funny. It's like, no, I'm not who you just said I am. Yeah. It's me. FBI, Valentine. No. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Wrong. Two more guesses, but just wrong. <laughs> and he's he's very you know it's it's he's a man of few words, and he knows exactly you know the reason I'm calling is just to let you know that we have your girl, and you better you know yeah we're gonna, we're gonna get rid of her. Right? Can you picture? I know Paul Sorvino is you know he's he's you know Goodfellas and everything, and but can you picture this Paul Sorvino killing somebody, let alone Jennifer Connelly? He says, hey, make sure make it over here. We're gonna have to kill a girl. Yeah, I don't I don't I buy just, it. <clears throat> I I don't picture him in the room when it happens. You know, oh, that could be. I yeah. It seems yeah. sort of giving the order and then moving on. I mean, you know, we. Yeah, I think not. Uh, I don't think Spanish Johnny would, but I think Mike would. Uh, Mike would definitely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just uh, just psycho enough. Spanish Johnny wouldn't want to mess up his suit. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and yeah. and uh, Eddie Valentine most certainly would not want to have anyone touch his uh, his attire. His, yeah, either, no, or they could take her on down. Contracted out to Lothar. Lothar would just squish her. I'm yeah. Sure. Well, they don't have a great history with Lothar. You know, he's uh, he's folded one of Valentine's men in half. Yeah, <laughs> right. and, and so, Bigelow. So it's yes, and Otis Bigelow. Speaking of uh, Otis Bigelow, I caught another few minutes of another Seinfeld rerun last night with uh, Otis Bigelow. As, ah, John uh, Polito. Yeah, yeah, John Polito as the uh, as the the foreign landlord, and it's just so. <laughs> It's so surreal. I cannot make them the same person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get that. Well, watching uh, watching Cardinal, I'm like, that's the Rocketeer. Yeah, he's got, exactly. He's got some issues <laughs> yeah. now. Things yeah. have been going too well. I do admire uh, Jenny has managed somehow to get a get a hold of a comb while uh, she she was grabbed by oh, Lothar yeah. in the past minute, and she's just perfectly quaffed. And and that you know those beautiful uh, plates, the braids. Having uh, mm-hmm. having a daughter, I I knew learned how to uh, do English plating, and it's like kind of a difficult thing to keep those braids tight. And uh, just very impressive, of course. <laughs> You know, they just stop by the makeup trailer in between scenes, yeah. but still, it just comes naturally to some yeah. some young ladies. It's like three cans of Aquanet, I guess. So <laughs> they they did make their point. I do like the way he's he's a man of few words, and they had this all planned out, and maybe yeah. And they're so they're so calm and quiet about it that makes it all the more all the more menacing. From the you know, his first yeah. one went wrong, and then <laughs> and then right. that's enough just to let you know we're serious. And then yeah. you know, you want to see your girlfriend? Bring us the rocket. Write this down. It's just strictly business. Yeah, exactly. This is how we do this. This is uh, it's basic sort of kidnapping and extortion 101. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have to write it? I mean, I don't understand why he, well, I guess he has to write it down just so that other people find out about it later on, just the same way they found out about 1635 Palm Terrace as a place to go. Oh, right. Right. Does he tell him to write it down? Yeah, he yeah, does. Yeah, he, say, he says okay. that's enough. I just want to let you know we're serious, and you got to bring the write this down, Griffith Park, Griffith Observatory, 4 a.m. Yeah. It seems like that would be pretty easy to remember with everything going on. But then again, it also, it also kind of puts Eddie, it reinforces his position of power. It's just, I'm going to give yeah. you an order. Write this down, because I don't trust you to remember it. You know, he's, he's <laughs> I thinking. I wouldn't trust myself. Yeah, he's thinking he needs a chowder head, <laughs> just like PV, uh, yeah. PV brought up. <laughs> right. so. Yeah. I would definitely, if if even if they didn't tell me to write it down, I would definitely attempt to write it down because I know that like you know wait wait Griffith wait Griffith Park Griffith wait wait Griffith oh gee oh hang on uh, four wait oh geez I think he said four 
An aunt, yeah. It was oh. for Griffith Street. No, Griffith Parkway. Uh, Griffith. And then Some I was supposed to observe. Griffith. I was observing something when I got there. Wait, and I was bringing the <laughs> rocket, or was I bringing a phosphate? Melanie Griffith. What? <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> Melanie Griffith Park. Now you're you're real. You're really lost. <laughs> yes, it's all all over the place, and it's great how everybody has a pencil. I mean, that's back in the days when people had pencils. Yeah. I still like a nice pencil. Put this in your iPhone calendar. We can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me eardrop this. I'll pause for a moment while you get to the app. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, Griffith hung up. Observatory. <laughs> it's they're very thorough here, and it, it, it's take good dictation. Yeah. But general, and and look at how well lit he is under the you know under that one light that they should have turned off. But you know, well, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a yeah. depression. People had cheap lighting or something. <laughs> yeah. I guess this is this is all we can find in this minute. Any anything in particular that that we've passed over? I, I, it's difficult to tell with this minute. I just, it's it's an important minute. I mean, it, it establishes this. Uh, you know, it's the if I'm remembering correctly, it's the first real contact between Eddie and Cliff, right? Yeah. So it's oh, the first yeah. time they sort of speak together, and then it's just it's firmly established that the bets are off. Or the you know I should say the gloves are off. Mm-hmm. They've got Jenny. They're going to kill her, and unless he trades her for the rocket, and this is the this is the thing that's finally spelled it all all out for him in black and white. There's no more thinking about sort of what can I get away with, and can I go get in touch with the FBI or go back and talk to Howard Hughes or something myself uh, and just resolve this without anything getting worse. It's just the the stakes are completely out there on the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his plan, like that, that is his plan right here as he's hanging up the phone is he's going to go back out to the trash can, put on his rocket pack and fly off to Griffith Observatory, right? I mean, that's, that yeah. would be his immediate plan. Yeah, I think that's what he's thinking now. Uh, well, we may find out tomorrow that uh, it doesn't quite work out exactly like that, but, but that's, that's got to be what he's thinking. Although, um, I don't know what time it is right now. You know, what if this, is hmm. this, is this midnight? And he's saying, well, okay, four hours, I've got time to, I've got time to know. catch a movie. And yeah, all right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Little fluff. yeah. How much time do you usually give somebody? If you've, if you've, I, I've never kidnapped anybody before or held them ransom or anything. Well, that's so like weird. How much, what would be like a weird amount of time or like a decent amount of time to like give somebody to, yeah, it's kind of, four hours sounds like a lot. Especially a guy with a rocket pack, you know? I mean, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He left, he, we know he left the um, South Seas and they were still open. And I'm assuming they weren't open until midnight. Mm. So it's probably before midnight when he left. Okay. So, and that only took, you know, a matter of minutes. To get over the Hollywood Hills, land over. We're, we're, yeah. we're saying that he's somewhere near LAX, or that we're never sure exactly where this airport is. We're not, is. although we do see the, or we do know Bigelow's address, at least on the, you know, on the stationery that I don't know, that yeah, we don't that get a great the, look at. It's, it, it's at the end of uh, uh, Runway 9 on, yeah, on LAX. Yeah, so it's right there on Sepulveda, but... Uh, yeah, and... Uh, so he's either at LAX or he's somewhere near like between Universal Studios and Burbank. But it's still mm. it's still a minute a minute or two away. He doesn't he doesn't fly <laughs> that long. Right. Yeah. I guess if I were in the situation, if I were Eddie, I would give myself like an hour. I give myself twice the amount of time I would need to to get myself there right. early, and then so I might give him like an, an hour or half an hour or something. Yeah, because you want to you want to be there early. But then yeah. and then what in the world is Patsy? As you said, where does she live? Why and is she showing up at midnight? Yeah, and, and why is she wandering into you know the local <laughs> diner? She wanted a cherry pie or something. Yeah, that could be. Maybe she knows how to make herself covered with this raw herb box. <laughs> yeah, or have you been Jeez. huffing the chicken, yeah. chicken bouillon cubes again? Yeah. Oh, dear. Her eyes are turning blue from the, <laughs> yes. the her box of Malone. So much powdered bullshit. <laughs> oh, goodness. I set my mind in motion. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> wrong, wrong movie. Wrong show. Is anybody doing yep. that yet, by the way? I don't know. Uh, somebody had dibs, and... Uh, 
I think they were planning on doing it, but something derailed. But <laughs> I, I, as far as I know, they, they, they should do the it. The podcast Somebody must should flow. Do it. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, the spice must flow. Someday. The episodes well, must flow. Well, uh, as we must flow too. Let's let's head off. Uh, let's head off of this particular scene, and we will we will discuss this some a little bit more tomorrow. So if uh, everybody can join us back there, if you've got some more opinions about uh, chicken bouillon or uh, cherry phosphates or seltzer bottles or how to how to handle a kidnapped uh, scheduling, please uh, join <laughs> yeah. us on social media. We're always available. By the way, if you haven't been, you are you're really out of your mind for not going to the Indiana Jones Minute, uh, folks. Uh, they really yeah, do. Yeah, you're here. Uh, What's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. It's get, All the cool kids are there, you know? And really, <laughs> yeah. it, it is one of, I, I, I am not exaggerating when I say it is one of the best shows on all podcasting. I mean, it's it's up there oh, with- Oh, that's uh, nice of you to say. It, it, it's just, it's so it's so darned entertaining. And I've, I've been late for so many things waiting for the end <laughs> of your show. I, I have to- <laughs> simultaneously applaud and, and deride <laughs> I'm you. I'm sorry, and you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. The, the boys are on hiatus right now, but they're going into one of my personal favorite movies, The Last Crusade is coming up. So there's uh, lots of uh, lots of blimps oh. and, uh, and yeah. missing grails and yep. uh, dying glovers and, and all kinds. And more James Bonds. Yes. More James Bonds. A lot of <laughs> PC9s, Booker Youngman's. And I've been uh, shamelessly uh, <laughs> publicly campaigning for a guest spot. So, yeah. all right, yeah. he knows yeah. his airplanes, and uh, I want I want to talk uh, I want to talk about what Charlemagne never said. <laughs> yes, but we'll, exactly. we'll, see, we'll see if we get there. And uh, and if you do need, I am I am an actual Eagle Scout. So if you need to talk Boy Scout stuff, oh, I'd be happy for fantastic. the beginning. Right. Which is uh, one of the things you always point out that like Indiana. I'll, I'll give you a freebie. Indiana <laughs> Jones never gets what he wants. It always like slips out of his fingers. He misses he misses stuff. And one of the things, if you look carefully at young Indiana Jones, River phoenix he is a life scout which is one away from being an eagle so he's not oh, quite geez. an eagle scout wow wow and it's just one of those little things that i oh that's tragic you, gotta, you know it's just boy scout uh, trivia that it, it stands there and you go oh i get it so that explains everything anyway we'll talk about that on your show someday uh, yes but please yes go <laughs> check out indianajonesminute.com and what is your twitter again i can't remember it is uh, Indiana Jones Min. Min, that's right. right. So those names aren't long enough. Yeah. Indiana <laughs> Jones Min is always there on Twitter, and uh, they have a, a listener's appreciation group on Facebook, which is uh, uh, the uh, Indiana Jones and the... Indiana Jones Minute and the Listener's Crusade. <laughs> and it is awesome to be there, because the, the kinds of arguments they have are well, the ones that you wait up for. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, pointless, and endlessly yeah. fascinating thing. Um, so, and when you're done over there, come on over with us because we have a lot of other social media too. We've got you can join us on Twitter, Rocketeer Minute. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Facebook.com/slash Rocketeer Minute. You can find us on the great big site, RocketeerMinute.com. Catch up on all the previous episodes. Buy cool swag from Amazon. What else? We must have something else. I can't remember. Anyway, go there. You'll find out what, what we've got. And uh, you can find us. You can find both Indiana Jones Minute and Rocketeer Minute out there on iTunes, Google Play. Just type in either of those nice words. Uh, when search results come back up, click on, on either of us and hit subscribe, and you'll get us hot and fresh every day that we come out with a new one. One other thing is that Indiana Jones Minute has Patreon, uh, a special, very special episode. So you can go out there if you uh, pay cash oh, yeah. money, and you can get really cool extra features. You guys are doing... Uh, Close Encounters next, right? Yeah, we've been talking about Jaws for I don't know how long. We're just sort of, it's not like a you know minute by minute thing, but it's an extended conversation about Jaws over multiple episodes. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, coming up next, uh, the next movie we'll talk about is Close Encounters, which is awesome. And that's getting a theatrical re-release here pretty soon. I know, I know. Ah, that's cool. Time. Very exciting. Wow. I'm excited about that. It's like the only movie I'm excited about seeing. That's, you know, <laughs> it's, 30 years yeah. old. <laughs> it's good. Just it get, is good. Yeah, a half sunburned uh, Richard Dreyfus making yeah. 
making uh, Devil's Tower out of mashed potatoes. That's <laughs> it. Doesn't get any better than this. No, it's entertain. Why? Why they didn't get Oscars for that? I'll never know. Not but anyway, let's let's talk about this some more tomorrow. So please join us back here on the Rocketeer Minute. So until next time, over and out. Get him, kid.